1: The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumba. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void. we're prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Joy.
0: I'm not going to worry about your level of concern.
1: Yoi and double yoi!
0: We talking about
1: Twitter. Triple Yoy. Think of how stupid the average person is and then realize half of them are stupider than that. Quiet, root boy,
2: Might Mike Tomlin, eat
0: chicken wings? Everybody else gets a little tight. He a normal dude. That's what you want. I mean, he's a normal dude. Tomlin might be a normal dude. We are not normal oh. dudes. Nope. We are the ones who sift and sort through all the, the toxic tweets and, and social media uh, of the black and gold, it's what Jin's talking about, the conversation about the Steelers' social media conversation only on the Behind the Steel Curtain podcast network. I'm Kyle Kreiss. Here every week with me is Greg Benavent. Hello. And a week ago... Uh, Steelers, I thought, you know, I thought we could lay claim to being the March champs. <laughs> you know, for three years in a row, it was the Browns. I mm-hmm. thought 2022 Steelers were the March champs.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. The St. Patrick's Day Kings of football.
0: But, you know, it turns out we we're, we're not even the champs. We may not even make the March postseason. Oh. Uh, the media, the national media, the Steelers media, mm-hmm. and... Uh, well, you know, I, I, don't, I don't know if the fans can be put on this one, but certainly <laughs> the media side is convinced that the Steelers have not won the, the free agency. Let's, let's get to the tweets. <whistles> mm-hmm. At FanDuel. FanDuel. Way too early, NFL tiers. Tell us what we got wrong. They had the Steelers in tier five. Wow. Uh, Ravens and Browns were in tier three, Bengals in tier two. Sure, Bengals are the cream of the division mm-hmm. right now, but are Steelers a tier five team after all these moves? I-,
1: I am so glad you included where the other teams were as opposed to me trying to parse out exactly what tier belongs to what level. Like you could be like, tier 10 is the greatest and tier four is bad. Uh, so it's, uh, again, I, I, it, it, I always stress, you know, reading comprehension and trying to see when something is openly clickbaity. There's no way, short of just writing, this is clickbaity, then the question, what did we get wrong? (laughs) Please shout at us as loudly and as often as you can and on as many different platforms as possible. (laughs) Yeah, uh, well tier 5 you know that's that takes us out of
0: playoff contention i think wow. as a playoff team you would at least put us in uh in that in that tier 3 i guess with the playoff teams
1: yeah or tier 3 and a third or whatever <laughs> if we're making up tiers sure i mean that makes sense obviously you want to be i guess in the higher tiers the tiers than it's ours. like the it's like the old food pyramid which we've oh, also we've okay. also gotten rid of okay so we're there with like eggs we're, no, it...
0: we're down we're down and with like the carbs we're oh, with like oh we're at like
1: bread. snacks yeah. yeah snacks aren't making a playoffs in March oils oh mm. geez yeah no we did better than belonging with oils okay well it wasn't just FanDuel mm-hmm.
0: at PFF oh our favorites Steelers earn an average grade in free agency uh, Ravens also earned an average okay. Bengals earned a
1: good uh-huh. and Browns earned above average I'm not sure which is better good or above average I I I I, I Boy that's a great question. I actually don't know. I mean it's 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 one thing to make fun of how dumb PFF's rankings are. It's something else to be unable to figure out exactly what their hierarchy is. <laughs> what how it, can uh, we how can we be uh worse than the Bra- the Browns added one player. They added a right. quarterback. In, in this- uh, I, which I assume is also where this greatest. I I, I kind of always assumed for years, and it, and it was, you know, the text of all those subtext jokes about the Browns winning March was that the idea about it was never who did the best. It's who did something that's the most dramatic. And if, <laughs> if, if that's what those rankings really are, then of course the Browns were the best. They did the thing that was the most dramatic. Although I would think the Bengals, who a team that had one very obvious, very clear flaw that we saw over and over again, spent all their money on that one flaw. I mean, that yeah. being a Steelers fan and having seen the Steelers try to do that same thing over the years and have it, you know, very much putting your fingers in the dam, same idea, but, um, you know, leading to another problem. but, uh, But yeah, I mean, it's just maybe it's just so many years. I'm so used to seeing it. But when you're getting the same grade as the Ravens, things are usually good. I mean, I know it's not the best Ravens team, but. Well, yeah, Bengals were like the little pig that built its
0: house of bricks. Yes. You know, they went there and they knew what they, they needed a foundation and they went and got it. Mm-hmm. I would say the Browns are the little piggy that built their house of straw so that they could go
1: play the fiddle later. Is that, isn't that how the story went? I, 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 I think, I mean, I yeah, I guess I, I always forget about the part where the, where the pigs were going to play the fiddle afterwards. <laughs> I never anticipated what activities they were doing after they finished all that construction. But yeah, no, I think you're right. Well let's move on. It's not just uh it's not just PFF. Also Vegas mm. uh the the experts.
0: Okay. This is uh at Locked On Network, Locked mm-hmm. On Podcasts. A lot has happened in the past 2 weeks. Here's how the 2022 Super Bowl odds have moved over at Bet Online and Pittsburgh went from 33-1 to 1 before legal tampering mm. to now 66-1 to 1 Super Bowl odds.
1: Wow, I mean it's, see this is the first one of these things that I'm like, I'm really super glad we're discussing because if you really are that much of a fan and you really do believe in this team this much, lock that in now. <laughs> Yo, I mean, oh, put yeah. some of that money yeah. down now because if this team does end up being good it does end up being surprisingly shockingly good, you want to have more than the bragging rights, you want to have the money that comes along with the passion of those kinds of bragging rights. So yeah, that but um, that's 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 I mean, it, it, again, I mean, I know it, it's hard in our hyper online digital culture, but it in the old days and by the old days, I mean, like the career of Heinz Ward, you, it was that was real emotional currency that you know we're the underdogs no one believed in us 66 to 1 is a pretty clear sign that yeah. no one believes in us that's like, underdog exactly we yeah no, you're right
0: you're right we made the playoffs we were we were basically a game away from uh, the division come on mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh hey let's let's you know the the, the so-called experts in media mm-hmm. let's go to at Bart Scott 57 Bart Scott over at ESPN okay. uh here's Bart Scott's 2022 a- AFC playoff teams okay. Bengals Broncos Bills
1: colts browns chargers ravens three afc north teams uh uh, yeah it's three afc north teams uh I guess the the Chiefs are in for a down year. I guess off of this ranking. And and it, this came in before they traded away uh Hill. I mean, it's it, it's got us tar- talking about Bart Scott. I mean, it, it, <laughs> that's something that doesn't happen other than of course the can't wait, which will always be my favorite Bart Scott moment. That wonderful press conference. That's one of the few like opposing player press conferences with back in the time when they did such a thing. I thought about getting that as like my text notification. Like if you could just get that can't wait and like, "Oh, it's my mom." And she's back in town. Like you know, that kind of thing. Uh wh- I mean, just like why are we even in
0: free agency? The Steelers should just pack it up. It's like what why are we even uh, why are we even making these moves? We're not uh, here's one last thing on mm-hmm. these uh, March haters mm-hmm. at Kale Burger. Mm-hmm. Kale Burger. The Steelers have been left in the dust in the AFC arms race. What's the point for the next eight to ten years? Pack it up, start scouting fifth graders for your next franchise QB. Well, I thought
1: I was feeling so optimistic about us a week ago, but we're the worst team out there. Well, I'm I'm assuming that this is a joke. I mean, I don't know this Cal person. I mean, that's this was an actual Mister Show sketch where they went and recruited (laughs) like middle school kids to play college basketball. So it's I'm assuming from that last line, it's a joke. But um, but yeah, it uh, uh, uh 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 it's 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 this is I mean, sure. Is there a possibility the Steelers are bad for a long time? Maybe, but boy, a lot of things have to go right for everyone else for that to occur i'm not necessarily sure we're sure we're in that timeline man i was just feeling so excited a week ago but today now uh
0: everything hurts everything <laughs> hurts ah uh you know there were some there were some colbert uh doubters okay. uh, out there uh among the fan base but uh, if you look at what happened this week, you know mm. he's getting his own victory tour. You know, right. not since, uh, not since mm, I guess, not since Ben really. Has we have we seen <laughs> an, uh, an, another franchise honor a sealer like this? Uh, let's go to at. M Anderson, forty-three. This is Matt Anderson. Mm-hmm. GM has been around so long that he's getting a retirement tour during pro days. LOL. We had Clemson give him some kind of signed jersey, mm-hmm. and we had Pitt. I think they gave him the, the. I don't know what they gave him, like an autograph uh, end
1: zone marker oh, or something. Okay. But
0: it was kind of a weak gift, I thought. Well, I, don't I mean, know. but
1: Pitt makes sense. You guys work in the same building. It'd be weird if Pitt didn't do something. Clemson is bananas to have this South Carolina school that, that to give you know a GM of a pro team a jersey I mean I, I know very little about Clemson uh, I, I maybe they do this for a lot of teams and general managers I don't think they do I watched a minute of that clip just because I thought of like that can't be their head coach that Dalbo Sweeney no it is it's their head coach and he gives this like prepared speech and hands this thing over like it it, it looks like something that happens in like real diplomacy between like foreign countries it's wild <laughs> they were signing a treaty yeah right
0: like, it, Well, it's because you know when Colbert and tomlin show up at these pro days mm-hmm. they are the biggest celebrity there yeah they, you know it's not these prospects that are about to be pros these are the elite people in the nfl and so mm-hmm. when they give attention to your program mm-hmm. everyone takes notice and we see it mm-hmm. on on social media everyone is taking notice who where tomlin and colbert are Uh, So I think he's been I think they showed up to Clemson
1: every year since 2017, I think. Okay, but but even then, though, it's but I mean, they showed up to Clemson since 2017, which, again, is a long time, but not all that long. But also, like, it's not like, you know, every year we draft a Clemson player. It's not like, you know, uh, all these Clemson. I mean, who was the last guy? Mark Tavis Bryant. Okay. Like it's, okay. He was definitely Clemson, and Ray Ray was Clemson, but they didn't draft him. It, uh wow! Well, well, I was, I was, I mean, I was looking back to Kirkland. Even right. So that's that's was, exactly yeah. that was the next thing I was going to say. It's not like you know. I'm sure they've drafted more Clemson guys than I realized, but it's not like it's not like Ohio State. It's not like uh, uh, Michigan. You know where they have where yeah. they get a lot of those guys. So that's what makes it all the more fascinating to me. Like, but they but Clemson is uh they're oh. they're an elite program. Oh, absolutely. They're yeah, a great yeah. program. They get great players at uh you know, I'm, I'm sure yeah, it's I'm sure the Steelers have drafted many players from Clemson that I can't think of right now. But yeah, it, it's uh, not like
0: they're going down to Maryland and like making a <laughs> statement out of there, although we drafted enough players out I was of Maryland. Say they drafted like, but I mean, but it's
1: but it's but it's not but it's obviously a school a place that they're always going to go to regardless of you know, they weren't there uh, scouting the quarterback. You know they weren't yeah. like they they were just going because like okay they know there's a lot of good players here and there's probably somebody worth drafting at some point.
0: Oh, I I, th- I just think it goes to show how mm-hmm. respected uh, this guy is in the league, and mm-hmm. you know you don't see I couldn't I couldn't even name another GM
1: in this league hardly, let alone uh, someone who gets kind of these kind of accolades. I, I I can name them once they get fired and become analysts yeah. on TV. Then I'm like oh that guy he apparently used to be somewhere else.
0: Well, you know that when they're when they're converting to local media, you know that they've done something here's here's the tweet from at colin Dunlap. uh certainly we'd like them to win more playoff games but it really astounds me how virtually everyone in the football world has an infinite respect for the steelers leadership and it gets back to how they treat people it really is something oh yeah it really you know it's almost like maybe we shouldn't uh doubt and critique every move they make because uh according to the rest of the world these guys are the end-all be-all i don't know that's just my take That's just my two cents. Not all opinions are worth uh, are worth repeating, but uh, maybe lay off the Colbert criticism. Um, We got we got to talk about QB. You know, a lot of people. I'll tell you what. Everyone seems to think that the the mystery is over, but I disagree. I still think that there's a mystery to solve when it comes to our QB. Let's hit the music. QB22, where are you? We've got some work to do now. QB22, who are you? We need some help from you now. You know we've got a mystery to solve. Which QB do we want gold and black? But don't get sad. If QBs do what they should do, then they can earn themselves a yellow jacket. All right, you know everyone wants to say, "Oh, we got our we got our QB mystery over," but you know I was promised a battle. I was mm-hmm. promised a camp, not just Mitch and Mace. I was promised Haskins uh, would would be in there too. Certainly, uh, but you know everyone else seems to think it's all said and done. Let's here's at SNF on NBC Sunday Night Football starting QBs in the North, and they pictured you know, Jackson, uh, uh. Wow. What's that? Burrow. Burrow. That's right. That guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, uh, our new Watson up in Cleveland, and then Mitch Trubisky. Uh, is,
1: is it a, is it a given that it, that it's Mitch and not Mace? No, it's it's not a given. But it it, it would be it, it would have been even weirder if they just put Mason's picture up there. I mean, I would have personally been fine with them put a question mark. That yeah. would have been a hoot. I mean, that's a more shareable thing. But uh, you know, and in, in, in light of people that don't follow the team every single day, I can see being like, okay, they signed. A picture, and I'm they signed a quarterback, and I have to finish this picture before I go to lunch as the intern. So yes, I'm putting Mitch Trubisky on this social media post.
0: Well, you know, if you thought if you thought Mace was a Ken doll, ah, mm. uh, wow, you should have seen <whistles> at. Steelers, Pittsburgh Steelers signed in style a full photo shoot with Mitch after mm. signing the contract. Okay. We had the uh with the wife is in there, they had, mm-hmm. you know, posing with the pregnancy bump. Uh-huh. Uh get the hell he's holding the helmet, she's holding the bump. I, 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 I like
1: the one leaning against the wall holding the football. That was just oh, hilarious. Yeah. That was that look that belonged in the yearbook. Like that would that those those were an absolute hoot, some of those.
0: I mean, that's quite the welcome. Mm-hmm. I mean, sure, they're giving all these free agents uh, a little bit of that kind of shine, but man, that's quite the welcome for uh someone who's about to be in a camp battle or yeah. you know they're kind of or, or are they kind of anointing him
1: no I, I i don't think by saying like hey we've got 10 minutes and the photographers here you want to pose for the uh, lean against the wall and stand there with your wife i don't think that necessarily precludes a camp battle when uh, uh you know going into the 2nd preseason game but um but i i, I think it it, it if I also think it would have been even weirder if they hadn't done that. It's like, oh, the only pictures we have are him sitting in front of that thing and smiling with the pen in hand. Like that would look like something out of like catching North the bus, C- like AB. Right, the- right, right, right. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's it's yeah, that would be even stranger. Like he signed the papers and we got him the heck out of here. That we're not posing for pictures with his wife. What is this? Well, let's see what the, let's let's hear from the man himself. Here's Mitch's first press
0: conference in front of the the hungry Pittsburgh media.
2: Steeler Nation. I hope you guys know how much, how excited I am to be here. What? And I can't wait to meet you guys. And, what? Uh, this town loves football. And what? Nobody loves football as much as I do. So, what? Uh, I feel like it's going to be a great match. And uh, I'm just excited to play for a city like this.
0: No one loves football as much as Mitch. We got our guy. We found him. The most, most. Um, the most football-loving man in the NFL.
1: I, I I mean, it's it it does seem like a weird cliche. It's not like, I mean, I, I, I'm i kind of almost glad he said it because it's, it, it's it sounds like a better version of the, you know, all I want to do is win and I'm so committed to winning. Like, that would have sounded bizarre. Like, so him <laughs> just be like, you know what? I love football. I love it a lot. I think I love football the most. Like, I like that. And it makes sense. You think about it. The guy got run out of Chicago. He sat on a bench in Buffalo. Everyone said he was the nicest guy. Yeah, that guy probably he does love football. You could go on to and do something else with your life instead. I mean, the money's good, but geez. Like... I mean,
0: he's not he, he's not coming in with a chip on his shoulder at no, all. He's no. coming in squeaky clean. This guy is like Prince Adam before he holds the sword and turns into He-Man. He's wearing a pastel type of uh, type blazer or something. I don't know. Uh, this guy makes
1: Mace turn into the Fonz. His well, total he, bad he, boy. He does, he does, like, he does make Mace look tougher, but there's something like, hey, Pittsburgh, I know you love football. I love football too. I'm so glad. To be here, like I was, uh, yeah. I mean, obviously the guy's like 28, but like he very much sounded like the high school quarterback, like going to give this a shot, gang. It's
0: Mitchell Rogers' neighborhood <laughs> now.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, I, I mean, uh, is that uh, that's the kind of attitude Steeler Nation wants? right that, that's kind of what they expect from him, though. They want this uh, humble, uh,
1: clean-cut, nice guy. Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's especially if you talk to older fans, just because I mean, you know, I haven't talked to you know my mother and some of my aunts and all that. They remember. Bobby Brister very clearly oh, yeah. and, that, and that attitude which is the exact exact opposite of and that's obviously a very different era in terms of media and in terms of can you imagine Bobby on Twitter my god we'd, we'd talk about him every week it'd be amazing but like it's that's different from this you know I think this is much more a different era a different kind of person so I I think we do appreciate this because if that all, what that really says to me is that when Mitch is saying all that he's actually saying hey my attitude's never going to be the story like you're never going to have to work about me, you know, being a problem somewhere with that. So yeah, so I I get that. Like that's my quarterback.
0: That's my quarterback now. Mm-hmm. Well, let's uh let's hear from the man. You know, some people said I I don't know about some. But one person last week said Mitch could be the worst quarterback starting quarterback in Steelers history. <laughs> so let's hear from the actual worst quarterback in Steelers history. This is. <laughs> Jim Miller on how Trubisky was used in Chicago. He was forcing himself to throw from the pocket. The Bears were trying to make him a pocket passer. He just needs to be who he is. He was vilified, and that was the problem for the Bears. Um, are you know if he doesn't come in right away, are we going to vilify him? I could see us
1: vilifying him just the same. Well, I mean, we, we remember we could vilify him in multiple ways. He doesn't come in, and then he gets he gets slightly vilified, or he does come in and fails, in which he get in which case he gets vilified far far more. It um, I mean, it's if you were writing this as a story, you would be way too on the nose to have Jim Miller giving his notes about <laughs> Mitch Trubisky. I mean, that's just bananas that this occurred.
0: Well, at least he, I mean, he's uh, in the oh booth. yeah, no, he's, he's right, in the big right. in Chicago. In Chicago. He really knows yeah. what he's
1: talking about. I didn't mean to imply otherwise. No, no. Jim Miller <laughs> knows his stuff, and I'm sure does a good job for uh, Bears broadcasting. But, um, but yeah, it, 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 the idea, it's. But yeah, I mean that, that's
0: the bar right now is Jim Miller <laughs> level, Mitch. That's all you're gonna do right now. It's it's like one step at a time. We're just gonna pass the Jim Miller bar, uh-huh. and then we'll move up to the to the Duck bar. I was gonna say Dennis Dixon. I don't know where it is
1: there next. D- so. Duck has got to be somewhere there, right? Then then we'll. I think st- I think Duck won more games than those two guys, which is so. Uh, <laughs> I mean, even though Duck played with a better team and a better defense, it's well. I think I, I you know beneath what you're saying there is a joke. I think you're really on to something in that like, of course you're gonna try and force it to be a pocket passer in Chicago he's the second guy picked in the draft yeah he yeah. had better be you know Joe Montana Peyton Manning are you kidding me like it's so yeah whereas here the expectations are like like hey maybe you can compete with Mason Rudolph not yeah. you know what we believe to be everyone else in the draft save one guy
0: um. How about? Mm, gosh. Okay. We're. Uh. Let's keep it. Let's keep going, though. How about? Okay. Uh. Let's go to at T Smith sixty three oh nine. This is Terry. Okay. Mitch seems to have a lot of ex teammates supporting him and saying how good he is. I've yet to hear a Steelers player support Mason. Now, I'm not a Mason hater. Who are the Steelers, or the Mason supporters on, on Team Pittsburgh here?
1: I mean, I've read. I forget who said it. it Might have been Dan Kvasovich, but Haskins really likes him. Oh, <laughs> him and day. Haskins have yeah. a really tight relationship. It, <laughs> Um, I mean, it, it. it's also, I mean, part of this, this doesn't necessarily mean that Trubisky's that, that good a player. I certainly hope it is. It could also be, you know, Mitch has a lot of ex-teammates. He was the starting quarterback on a team for, what, four years that yeah. went to the playoffs, and then he sat on the bench for another team. So in the end, he's gonna have way, way more uh ex teammates than, than Mason does. And also, you did hear over and over again how nice a guy Mitch is. I do believe yeah. and I believe it now after having heard those, you know, clips that this is the kindest, nicest, sweetest guy to talk to, uh uh in a uh locker room full of alpha males.
0: Yeah, right. Josh Allen is ready to marry off his daughter to Mitch. Right. Right? Yeah, yeah, so- <laughs> yeah. J- Josh who's like
1: four years younger. Like, yeah. yeah, it's um but yeah, but that's just it. And I you know, and I I don't know, but it also I mean, maybe Mason just a more naturally competitive guy. I don't know. I mean, it's my favorite Mason story. And I don't know if we ever talked about this, but I believe Jim Colony was a guy that was on the fan for a long time. And he went into the Steelers locker room, I think, during the last season or so and mentioned that he hit a hole in one. And Mason apparently smacked him on the butt so hard it, like, rang out in the locker room. (laughs) and that And that – but that – I mean, that doesn't mean necessarily Mason's the most fun guy to be around. But you don't do that unless you're at least kind of supportive of other people. Like That you know, maybe okay. maybe Mason's just
0: more of uh, well, he's a, he's the bad boy, he's you know, he's slapping butts,
1: he's right? He's uh, the underdog. I he's also very much the underdog here, too. Like, at uh, but yeah, and it, he's uh, you know, he's newly single, he got he that's just, right. I did see that, just got to uh, It's hope a I... shame that I saw that, like, that that made it out <laughs> in the pop culture. Like, I don't need to know that Mason's single, but yeah. Um, how about uh, how okay, how about this
0: <laughs> at Steelers Convo, Steelers Convo. Question for the nation. Would
1: you cut Rudolph to save $5 million cap hit? 75% said yes. Yeah, that, that's deeply incorrect. No, that is that is some people that if you voted yes, you should have to watch that preseason game against the Panthers again when, like, Haskins <laughs> was just, like, airmailing dudes against, like, the Panthers, like, some of their first string. At, uh, absolutely not.
0: Um. Our, you know say we do we have we, i know we're going to get to the mocks but say we do draft a quarterback mm-hmm. um you know and that's your four uh w-
1: you know would you then i might explore the Mason trade if if the first round quarterback comes in if the, then yeah then i very much might look at that what about just straight up cutting him yeah, I mean yeah. that's that could be it too. I mean, I'd prefer to trade him and get something back, but yeah, I mean, cutting him's an option too, but that's only if you get the big quarterback or a big quarterback in this draft. Do
0: you think there'll be a, tr- a truly three-way competition between Mace
1: Haskins and Mitch? If it's a true three-way competition, I think Haskins is the one that has to step up for that. I believe there's going to be a two-way competition between Mitch and Mason. I think for it to be three-way, Haskins has to do a lot better.
0: Um, As much as I'm calling for a battle, uh, if you listen to or read Cowers. Mm-hmm. Uh, memoir he talks about the ninety six QB battle when it was Tom Zack, mm-hmm. Jim Miller, and Cordell. Mm-hmm. and he actually regrets how he handled it. Here I have a uh, I got a little Boys. bit from uh, from the book here. I should have either picked a starter before camp or allowed two players to split reps and fight it out for the job instead, Three men were trying to win one job. In training camp, it was impossible to give all three of them enough opportunities to legitimately make a fair decision. Doing it with two people is hard enough. In some positions, continued competition isn't good for the team. When that line of authority isn't clear, you're practically asking for the creation of factions. They're the worst things that can happen, and they can split a team wide open. So he's saying that factions. Div- I mean, that was that wasn't Bill's voice. Okay, obviously. that was yeah. literally the first thing I was gonna yeah. ask. What
1: happened? Why is it, did they translate this from another language? What, what happened there? Okay. No, that was
0: that was uh, that was the, uh, the the that was someone reading it. But okay, um, so he's saying that by having mm-hmm. this camp battle, it divided the team into factions. It was like a team Cordell, team yeah. Tomzak, and that that ultimately split the team and ended up being a negative thing. And he should have just went with
1: one or the other, you know, right at the start. I I can believe that. I I, I can. Also, even see, you know, the idea of like, you know, there's a Tom faction and there's a Cordell faction, and him being like, all right, here's the compromise. We're starting Jim Miller. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's a very valid point. I mean, it's a position unlike any other in this sport or probably any other sport that it's gonna, since there's only one person and it dictates so much else, I can absolutely see that. Well, I mean, we'll know more when that. Don't they put their first uh, 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 depth chart up at minicamp or something like that? that will that always that when it comes? Some, it's, I don't know if it's It's always pretty
0: meaningless, though, isn't it? I, I
1: see. But I don't think it's going to be meaningless this year. I think it does mean, hey, here's who's in first, and we'll take it from there. I, Because I, Tomlin has to be cognizant of something like what you're what – that guy. So yeah, I mean,
0: it's interesting that there's not you know we think of camp as being months this months long process, but there's not enough time to really evaluate three quarterbacks. That says right. Bill Cowher. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. so that just kind of tells you that you have to come into camp with some uh, predispositions. I guess absolutely. All right, gosh, we're going for cut uh, just a couple more things on QB. Mm-hmm. Uh, this seemed to slip through the crowd. I didn't see this anywhere. At S-City Nation 412 Steel City Nation. So Canada wanted Jacoby Brissett over Trubisky. Man, I'm happy he isn't the GM. Did, you, did I didn't see
1: that anywhere. Canada wanted I mean, Brissett? I, I somebody said that. I, at this point, I'll believe, like, you know, anyone on social media will pin anything they don't like on Canada. Like to say, like, Canada supports Russia over Ukraine. You know what I mean? Like any negative <laughs> opinion they'll put on him. But I mean, I wouldn't be at all surprised if, if Canada did want Brissett, because were they friends didn't he coach Prescott somewhere oh, along yeah. the way? Yeah, that, I mean, there that, was a connection, yeah. Okay, so that would make sense. I know this guy. I know what he can do. Okay, he's older, bring in my pal. I get that. All right, and then the then this ridiculousness oh, uh showed man. up
0: at SI Now Sports Illustrated. Mm-hmm. Baker Mayfield could very well stay in the division if cut by the Browns. Steelers would jump at a chance to sign Mayfield. Ah
1: uh, if he was cut, I wouldn't be totally closed off to it, but like, but that's just it. He'd have to be cut. I'm not giving up anything else, and I'm certainly not like outbidding the Seahawks or uh, uh, whoever else is into it. But um, what I mean, is, but, what's I mean, Mayfield is
0: just another Mace. I mean, what right? Is, exactly.
1: Is it? It's except one with a larger injury history and um, I mean maybe it's a slightly better arm I don't know now Lolly
0: well, took real offense to this report going around because he's, he blamed it on the aggregators you know which you know sites like behind the steel curtain like oh you know no there's no truth to this at all but look it's not it's not aggravated it's just sports illustrated that's, well no it, you it know?
1: came from a Browns reporter if I remember correctly it's oh a... yeah was it Mary Kay Godot or, or something or one of them but it, it it's you know and the Browns that, and those people tend to be pretty good I mean it's but I mean it, it but I, I, I get the idea. I don't know where they would get the idea about the Steelers. That's the thing. Like, the excellent Browns reporting telling you what the Steelers would do. That's where there's a bit of a disconnect. Again, if he came for free, I'd think about it, but that's I don't see they're gonna try and get something for him uh, before doing all that. So no, it, uh,
0: no. Plus, you know, it's just like we, we got a we gotta QB room. We, we're dealing with our own QB room right now. Um, I want to give Mace a chance. I'm not ready to cut him before no, no, before no, no, camp. No. I want to give him his
1: chance. And I do believe Baker's better than Haskins. I mean, that's that's the best I can do.
0: <laughs> like, you know, I don't. You know, all the draw. All the, you know, I hate to be like. I, you know, comp- let's compare his Baker's social oh, media drama to like Juju's everyone oh, says yeah, no, there's oh no comparison. you know Juju Juju there's but no this Baker stuff with like this long note oh, you know God, and all that this and, that was,
1: that, I felt so bad and we know how
0: on. the receivers feel about him like OBJ yes. so you know mm-hmm. and OBJ's mm-hmm. dad whatever okay we, we gotta take a break there is so much more to talk about and we're already running long I really wanted to get into uh AB versus Ryan Clark I don't think we're gonna have time for that because we got to talk about the new Steeler that oh, uh, that hit the roster. We got to talk about these mocks. It's it's Mock City now. We we got to say goodbye to Juju. Okay. Um, and and some other things. I don't know. Is there anything else? Who, what else could there There's
1: be? Probably so
0: much. There's so much. There's so Steelers much. Steelers social media never sleeps. All oh. right, listen to this commercial. I think, man, I was Hit me. I, I think I was listening to yesterday, and the commercial uh, was like for Brit. The podcast about Britney's music. If you, oh,
1: you know. So I bet we have a lot of Britney fans listening in. All right, we'll be right back.
2: 18-
0: all right the renegades have found a way i don't know the lyrics okay um it's the second half of what jin's talking about we can't seem to shut up um we got some new people in steeler nation at let's go to at Tomlin sense. Obviously not Tomlin. Gunnar Olszewski's major in college was auto body and mechanics with a minor in alcohol consumption management. This is obviously a joke. He's talking about our new punt returner yes. from the Patriots uh, who who does look like he he was a votech kind of guy.
1: Yeah, and again, a name that sounds like it was made up in a writer's room of the Gunnar <laughs> Olszewski is, I mean, if they ever did make that official major league version for football this would probably be the name of the punt returner in that this has to be this this is automatically in uh in the
0: top 10 yinzer football names i think oh 100 with a and a. oh man yeah um okay tyler madakevich it's been a minute i mean it's we go through them who it's, was it's, the who was the guy who was the penn state linebacker uh who
1: was who was disgruntled when he left Mm. Uh the Penn St- uh, just
0: a just a couple just last year two years ago. Oh man. Uh, well, you know, well, well gutter- no, I
1: mean obviously the I mean the best Yinzer name will always be uh, uh San Antonio Holmes, which even I would hear my father <laughs> say multiple times at uh mm-hmm.
0: Um I think that everyone who used to sport a Heath Miller jersey. I think we're going to start seeing in the Gunnar Oshesky. You know, you can, if you know what I mean. Uh, by the way, uh, highest single season punt return average in NFL history, Gunnar Oshesky is number three all time wow. above Devin Hester, potential Hall of Famer.
1: Right, but I, I I always assumed Hester got in because wasn't it, isn't it like some bizarre number of touchdowns he scored? Like, wasn't that why the Hester conversation? It's it's And he also did it like forever. But, yeah. uh, but I, I I mean, but I don't know. But yeah, no, I mean it's it's that's a fascinating stat. It and again, that's for a team that, you know, hey, who knows how the offense goes, but every extra yard's gonna help. It makes sense to me. And, you know, um we've never really had the we've never really had it like I guess I guess Ray Ray statistically did pretty well, but we've never yes. really had that elite return. Well, and I think it's just it it, it it never to the point where like you would feel if you were a fan of the other team you'd be nervous. Oh, like yeah. that never happened with Ray Ray. Like, and Ray Ray did a fine job, and I have no complaints with Ray Ray did. It wasn't Ray Ray's fault that Ray Ray was given so many responsibilities that were not meant for Ray Ray. But uh, as a returner, it uh, uh, yeah, I mean, it's 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 unfortunate. You only remember the bad things. That tough fumble against the Bears that let them get back into that game.
0: Um. What did I I mean? Is there any 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 chance he's going to be in the receivers room? I, don't, I mean, I don't think so.
1: Well, I mean, it, it, it you know, it, depending on how much the Canada offense, you know, at its optimal form really is like five dudes running in all different directions. Then maybe he <laughs> goes in there occasionally. But uh,
0: we always need every helmet. I always, you know, always right. think like, oh, this guy's just a returner. And then we end up seeing him, you know. Right.
1: Then it's like right, right, where they're throwing fades to him or whatever that one time. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, let's get to the mocks.
0: Oh, because we—it's have been—it's been, a, it's been a, the mock season. It's getting busy now because they're—they're oh, they're coming. They're coming fast and furious. Oh. And as we know, uh, there really only is one way to mock, right? I've heard these mocks call so many different names. Oh, but they're all the same. I can't <laughs> even get the lyrics right. It's mock season, Steeler <laughs> Nation. You know what I have to say about it. Don't care about the mock situation. All these mocks feel like mental masturbation. Yeah. But there's only one way. There's only one way to mock.
1: all right that last noise is the appropriate for how these mocks go that's how they feel i think that was me it.
0: channeling my inner Corey taylor <laughs> slipping out there i was uh i know sammy hagar it's not the same not the same style i get it don't i don't want to don't tweet me haters all right let's get to the mocks uh let's start with the sound all right this is s city nation 412 with the qb situation in the afc particularly the afc north having a front seven who can get to the qb is a must we need a d line that will collapse the pocket and push the qb to watton highsmith that means we need a monster at nose dt this should be ours um you know not many people are focusing on the defensive side
1: I guess. I mean, I, the quarterbacks should be great, but man, I, I, I look at that Davis dude, and he looks cool to me. Like I, I mean, that dude looks like literally. I mean, it's an easy joke, but he actually looks like the size of an SUV. Like that man <laughs> just looks enormous. That looks like a lot of fun. I mean, it's. I mean, you know, it, it, tell me that they can draft him, and then you know, in November they're getting blown out. But he's like, you know, but he sacked Burrow nine times or something. But um, but man, that uh, I, I I would I personally would find that emotionally satisfying to. draft that guy.
0: We are. We. You know. We're. We're going to focus on all the QBs in a minute. But run defense was still our biggest uh, weakness. You know, yes. and to say that we've adjusted that with or, uh, or um, you know addressed that with Miles Jack is. I don't know, wishful thinking maybe, or, or just, you know. Well, I'm
1: a big believer in Miles Jack. Yeah. I mean, I've seen him do too many great things against the Steelers to discount him. But they didn't do, I mean, at the defense, excuse me, the defensive line, they brought back Montrevis Adams, who, hey, had a couple good plays and certainly belongs on this team. I'm glad he's there. But he's he himself is not an entire run defense, as we saw in December and January.
0: Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, uh, you know, just wanted to get that out of the way because everyone else is talking QBs. Mm-hmm. At PFF, QB landing spots per PFF Mike. Uh, He has Pittsburgh drafting Kenny Pickett. Uh, You know, Pickett was uh, this week's flavor of the week for Mm. mock drafts. given us Kenny Pickett after about, you know, about a month of quiet on the on the picket front there.
1: Well, I think I, I imagine the that we're seeing that and, and and having not seen the mock drafts that you have, thankfully, because I'm <laughs> always so grateful that you throw yourself on that grenade and as opposed to me doing it. But I would imagine a big part of Pickett being drafted uh, mocked to the Steelers is that Willis has surpassed him, I think, in a lot of these QB rankings. Oh,
0: good point. Good point. Um, or or maybe it's because mm. of this. At Carter Critiques, Christopher mm. Carter, in Pittsburgh, they say, Kenny Pickett's hand size grew one-eighth inches that day. He was measured at the Pit Pro Day, and it was eight and five-eighths inches instead of eight and four-eighths inches at the combine.
1: Okay. this I mean, I'm, it's been a minute since high school math but eight and four eighths inches is eight and a half yeah right? okay okay uh, just double checking um wow I mean that's 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 you know I mean I, I'm always he's been working. he's been doing his calisthenics I that guess he told that, us yeah about. maybe got the the, the, the old koosh ball that I remember that I don't know it's uh, good for him I mean it's you know it, it really if what nothing else it shows to show how much exercise can help your life <laughs> <laughs> you know um a lot of people
0: made Made noise that we haven't been to a pit pro day in many years, and Okay. which is shit.
1: It's like right over there. Yeah, like it, you could walk. Is like- there
0: anything in like that? The fact that. Colbert and Tomlin attended. Is there? Should we make anything of that, or it was just another day at work for them?
1: Well, I think it, it's it's you and I were talking off the air. I think it's the fact that they both have gone to the big quarterbacks now. I mean, that's you know, it's it's one thing to send a message in the press. It's something to send a message when you actually show up somewhere. So I think that's I I certainly think they are looking at the quarterbacks. I mean, it's you know, I mean, I haven't watched a lot of pit football, but there's not like uh, maybe you know they're not there to look at a dude they might take in the fourth or fifth round like
0: could you know since he was so close could they have just showed up to give him that clout you know to uh to so that
1: people would say oh look colbert and tomlin showed up to pit pro day i mean they could have and that very well might be true the only reason that i might potentially disagree with that is that those two men are so busy this time of year with this exact thing and is there really time to (laughs) To just show up you know to be like okay we're you know this this will fool the panthers yeah this will throw the saints off (laughs) if we both waste an entire day standing around this practice facility
0: they're not going to duquesne pro day right right uh, right yeah it's it's, or robert morris even though uh that's his that's colbert's alum right right, so.
1: right. it's it, it, so yeah but but they're also not going to like you know I, what was the guy with the really great name that that's going to be like the midwife bailey zappy wherever he went to school <laughs> they're not going to his pro day like well you
0: know even the experts aren't a hundred percent here's this is from at vincent m Berry. vincent mm-hmm. teaberry Kuiper mel kyper mocks us willis but admits during the write up on corral that these qbs could be ranked any number of ways mm-hmm. there seems to be you know four if not five qbs in the in the conversation in the round 1 conversation maybe you know round 2 with yeah. for that fifth one um, we're, we're, it looks like at this point, we're going to visit all of these QBs, except maybe Carson strong.
1: Yeah. Cause it's, uh, and it's, and it's, and it would have been interesting and it's a shame why they schedule his day. Didn't they schedule like the same one as like liberties or like, w- you know, Malik Willis wasn't that it because it was, or was that Pitts? But for some reason, you know, I mean, it's, I look, I don't know anything about Nevada football and maybe they <laughs> got a whole bunch of prospects, but it seems like, man, we got one guy that could go high in the draft. There's another guy at that same position that goes high in the draft. Why don't we schedule this for Friday? Why don't we move this to another day just so everyone gets a look? <laughs> right. I mean, that you know, so I don't
0: know. Especially Tomlin. They all want Tomlin to show up. Right. Uh, in fact, let's, you know, down at Liberty Pro Day. This is at Steelers DB. This is from Derek Colbert Tomlin. And Brandon Hunt look very, very pleased with what they saw from Malik Willis. I mean, all the highlight videos show the big grin on Tomlin's face. But I remember the big grin on his face during Mason's Pro right. Day.
1: Yes, and, and, and they did draft Mason. I mean, yeah. it's again, it, this is one of those things. That, like, Can you imagine how bizarre the opposite would be? Like Malik hits some big throw, and then you look at the Steelers, and they just look angry. Like there's Tomlin <laughs> just like scowling. He points at Colbert, Colbert shrugs, and looks at the ground. Like all of that. Or just
0: nods his head like, nah, no, this guy no, doesn't no. Have no it. it. Just, yeah.
1: just like the big thumbs down, like in Gladiator. Like, yeah, it's of course not. It. The guy made a big throw. I would smile too. It's, hey, you got, Well, we're all watching this one guy. And he made a great throw. Hey, I'm
0: smiling. And these are backyard. These are backyard workouts. You know, right. it's like do these these really can only just confirm what the game tape already shows you, right? Right. right. There's nothing you know. Just because a guy threw it 65 yards uh, to to a defenderless
1: right. receiver to so someone running that way yeah. by
0: themselves. I mean, mm-hmm. let's not you know, let's not go head over heels. But look, I'm on the Willis bandwagon. Oh, if yeah. we You know, if we draft him, I'm all for it. But mm-hmm. if we don't, I'm um, I i do not know if I'll be heartbroken either. Right. So because
1: we won't know the answer to that one for years. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean,
0: you know, like Lamar Jackson, we could we we could cry that we missed him, and now it doesn't necessarily look like a horrible
1: miss. Yeah, that might be okay.
0: Um, how about the places that Tomlin and Colbert didn't go? Because. Okay. This is at Tommy Jaggy. Steelers potential first round prospects. We can now cross off the list because mm-hmm. of no visit for Tomlin and Colbert. And it's a lot of these O-line guys like mm-hmm. Trevor Penning, uh, Bernard Raymond, Charles Cross, Kenyon Green. Is it is can should we cross them off the list if there's no.
1: Pro day visit? I mean, it, it it's, I, I would ordinarily say no, but boy, that is an ironclad stat about they go to the guys they draft. I mean, it's, it's, or, if, it, if, it, if it were anything else, it'd be like, well, no, you can't do it, but you kind of can with this. I mean, I can see a world where, you know, Willis is gone, Pickett's gone, maybe even Corral's gone, the big guy from Georgia's gone. These guys are there, all the trades down look bad. Okay, they take, you know, green. Or, at the, or, or or yeah or penning or ta- you know something just but, like a uh, just like a settle for it pick right right I I mean that's but 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 that yeah but that would take a lot of scenarios Breaking Bad to occur. Um, well, it, you know,
0: it just it, it, if we're eliminating names, we're kind of getting down to just the QBs. We'll get to the we'll get to the list in a second because we've got some new name. Believe it or not, we are still adding names mm-hmm. to the mock wars. I totally believe it. We've got. Uh, welcome to the mock wars. Daxton Hill, safety from Michigan, uh, okay. mocked to us by uh, CBS. Mm. Uh, OSU wide out Garrett Wilson by Dale mm. Lawley. Okay. Now. Uh, You know, the great Dale Lawley, who's complaining about these aggregators, but then goes and mocks us an OSU whiteout. And we didn't have anyone attend OSU Pro Days. Right. Uh, Wouldn't the
1: Steelers Insider have a little inside info on who's attending what Pro Day? I don't think he wrote that before that happened. But, I mean, that is surprising. That is surprising. So, you know, sorry,
0: Dale. You know, these aggregator sites getting in the way of our expert predictions. Uh, Okay. How about um, also? Yeah, look. Dale's given us Garrett Wilson from OSU. How about over at USA today? Kurt Popejoy has given us Chris Olave from
1: OSU, the other wideout. That must have been a good offense at Ohio State. I, oh, I yeah. saw none of it. it uh, okay, I mean it's, you know, but I mean it, they have had success with drafting wide receivers from Ohio State in the pa- in the past in the first round. But um but yeah, I mean it's I I, I I mean, yeah, maybe that's it. I don't know. Like, I can see, again, if everything breaks wrong and I, I can't see them falling back on like, well, we watched a lot of tape on these guys. But, man, it's hard to think they're going to go to somebody who if they weren't there that day.
0: My insider tells me that Olave uh, can get knocked over by a strong breeze.
1: Oh, okay. So, um, but he's also playing wide out. Like, he's not there to, uh, 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 you know, uh, 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 block at the point of attack. like. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, oh, and one more. Uh, welcome to the Mock Wars, our fourth uh, new edition. This is a cornerback, LSU's Derek Stingley Jr. by NFL.com's uh, Daniel Jeremiah. I've actually heard of that guy.
2: Cornerback
0: has not been a popular destination in the mocks for us, but uh, you know, I mean, we might need to. We might need to boost the secondary. And I
1: think also the the feeling behind this guy is that like he was that good but got hurt. Like I think this was like a top ten guy, and then something happened, and then he's just too. It's he could fall under that heading of like this guy's just too good not to draft, at, at, particularly at twenty. So that's that's not impossible. Um, you know, if we're not adding names to the list, it's the the
0: legacy players. If you're, mm-hmm. if, you know, we're we're basically uh, turned into a fraternity. You know, it's like mm-hmm. we need to draft a legacy stealer, uh, or your mock draft isn't valid. Lolly mocked us uh Tyler Vrabel offensive tackle from Boston College
1: uh in the fourth round Uh, Steelers do tend to believe in bloodlines more than most geneticists like so that does make sense I I I wouldn't be surprised if they get a whole bunch of these
2: guys
0: well I mean so here's our legacy uh picks so far out there that I've seen there's Tyler Vrabel Mm -hmm. uh Connor Hayward of course who every mock if you Mm. go seven rounds in your mock everyone drafts Connor Hayward in there right um Isaiah Palamalu, mm-hmm. um, who is uh, related to Troy, but he's like um, his cousin or something. They don't have the
1: same last name. I don't get it. I, 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 I can't. I. That's not something I know anything about. But and yeah. then,
0: uh, of course. Over in UCLA, Quentin
1: Lake from mm-hmm. uh, Son of Carnell Lake. Yeah, I mean it's it's. I wouldn't be surprised if like three of these guys show up in camp. I mean it's absolutely. I mean again, the Steelers really do believe in that bloodline thing. They're not that that's that's an institutional belief that they're uh, 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 that they take very seriously. I mean we're, we've,
0: we've we've done it with the Edmonds brothers, right? And right. The Watt brothers. Why you know why not bring? Uh, I you know I'm I'm not saying spend a fourth round pick. On an offensive tackle named Vrabel, but you know if you got an
1: undrafted guy, uh, Quentin Lake undrafted or a Connor Hayward undrafted, definitely bring him in. Right? And especially it's him versus some guy you don't know that the scout said, "Hey, I saw this guy and he's all right." Okay, I'll I'll go Quentin Lake on that. Like, all right. Um, oh man, we
0: got. Let's see, here's quickly the mock tally. Ugh. We're up to twenty-seven players in mm. hundred and nineteen mocks. Wow. Um, the the post Trubisky era, we're now in 17 mocks. Um, QBs are leading the way now. Leading the way is Malik Willis, 18 mocks. Corral, 11 mocks. Pickett, 11 mocks. He gained four this week. Okay. Ritter, 10 mocks. He gained two. Mm. Howell, nine mocks. So uh, we're talking 10, 20, 30, 40. You know, 50-some, half the mocks out there. Are giving us QB?
1: Yeah, and I, I, I can't dismiss that anymore. Not after what we've seen with the visits so far. So yeah, that I think there is some real uh, fire to that smoke. That makes sense to me. At um.
0: Would you? Are you willing to trade? You know, we didn't talk about it in this show, but uh, it hasn't been the conversation this week. But trading up, um, you know, are you? you, I, I, you know, gosh, we
1: traded up to ten to get Devin Bush. Could you see us trading up to ten again
0: to get Malik Whitless?
1: No, but I could see trading up to like seventeen to get ahead of the Saints. Like I could see that, you know, I, I, I I trading up to ten, unless again they believe he's the truth. That he's the real thing, yeah, he's yeah. he's Neo, he's the one, you're trading everything to get him. If you do that, then by all means, do it. But otherwise, nah... Uh... Yeah. All right. Um,
0: we're not going to get to the A B. I'm sorry. I t- I promised you last week. We're gonna get, we're not going to get to the A B. We're gonna we're gonna get to that maybe next week. Maybe we we'll okay. even maybe we even get uh, Jeffrey Benedict in here. Uh, he's okay. been really he's been doing some good write ups on it. Maybe we'll get him. We but we got to talk about Juju because mm-hmm. um, he was my one of my favorite Steelers mm-hmm. and. You know, NFL Network had the broke the news. Mike Garofalo, the Chiefs' deal for Schuster comes in at a three million dollar base value. Mm -hmm. The rest of the ten million is uh, in form of incentives. Uh, This contract was really Chiefs friendly, and surprisingly, that we couldn't couldn't match it at all, especially when at my beautiful underscore 07 which is Juju's mom mm-hmm. Juju and I fought to stay in Pittsburgh because it was never about money it was about loyalty but I guess Steelers had a new boyfriend in mind so they don't want Juju anymore FYI Pittsburgh we fought to stay what gives you know you if you believe her then what what, what why why did the Steelers not even uh try to match this this wimpy 3 million it's a small dollar contract. deal. Yeah,
1: cuz they believe they can do better. They can find another uh slot receiver, they can find uh, other receivers easily. Yeah, they, uh, they they absolutely could have matched that with all the money they have left. They just uh didn't want to do it. You know, he's he's
0: you know, I think he's been a true stealer. We've seen him jump in the scrum for fumbles. Mm-hmm. We've seen him give up the body. Of course he came back this season. Uh it seems like every all the intangibles Uh, is what we're looking for the the hard to find qualities in a player
1: it's just you know we don't know if the health is there right I think and I'm wondering if that took a bigger hand than we realized because it's again because that because if you go by the health thing then that answers both parts of the equation a why the Steelers didn't want him and b why the Chiefs gave him that contract it's like hey this is basically nothing unless like a lot of things go well uh you know I'll go to at Dejan Kovacevic
0: because mm-hmm. no one ever talks about Juju's knee being drained every week. He lost explosiveness, not a coincidence. He's the only, now, you know, I, I reached out to DK about this because he's the only person I saw talking about Juju getting a drained knee every week. Now, with that... Information, it kind of makes sense not offering him a contract.
1: Yeah, I mean, and it's for so many of us, you know, the image of Juju frozen in place will always be him running 99 yards in Detroit and Denver, but, um, or even, uh, returning kicks. But, um, but yeah, that, you know, I, I do think that, bit, you know, it, he became much more of like a slot receiver, slot receiver. Like he's going to catch the ball, he's going to fight for yards, he's going to block well, but he's not like running past dudes anymore. Well, I'm still hoping
0: for, a second time around, you know, a little uh, reunion. Well, maybe I mean, if this
1: contract is uh, not uh, ten years, two hundred million. I mean, yeah. it's, that's certainly not impossible. It, uh, you know, it, uh, like they did with McFadden or something, or even Antoine Randall L is certainly yeah. on the table. William
0: Gay, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, Orpheus Roy, there you go.
0: Um, there you, you know, go. the list goes on and on. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's uh, we're, we we not so long, man. Uh, let's a quick goodbye to Ray Ray, mm-hmm. uh, who also left. Um, he picked up a nice contract.
1: Oh yeah, and it's and, and again that that's one I I the Steelers wouldn't be right to match that. At uh, San Francisco has an offense where they can use Ray Ray properly. They don't have to give him a lot of responsibilities that aren't his. They can just let him return kicks and be a slot guy occasionally. At uh, I think that's going to work out well for everybody
0: all right let's go to the speed round let's try to wrap we got eight minutes on the clock let's try to wrap this up okay let's start with at t reed 1919 this is tom reed from dk sports with an update on to it you know mm-hmm. stefan to it planned to ask his brother richard to be godfather to his daughter mm. eight months after richard's tragic death the family still seeks answers in justice. now this was like the first update on to it i believe we've had maybe
1: all year right other than just to be like hey he still hasn't we haven't decided one way or the other here yet.
0: You know, there's a nice story about you know he's he. I think at the service he he asked he you know from the from the Paul but he asked his brother to be uh, his kids his daughter's oh, godfather. Wow. You know well, that is nice. But this information this ha- this happened last summer, mm. and the information is just now coming out. So again, uh, you know, props to DK Sports for having it. But where's the rest of the Pittsburgh media when it comes to, to it? That's being the biggest question mark. Uh, one of them on this team and no one's really getting
1: any details. We're getting this, you know, a year after the event. Well, I mean, a couple things. One is that, that that that's really not a story for the sports reporters. I mean DK's site is so unique in that it can, you know, hire someone like Tom Reed, who's an excellent investigative reporter. And he and if you've read it, he does writes he's really fascinating, uh human interest stories about, you know, like he looked at Najee's upbringing and background was fascinating, but he's not there like, you know, in the locker room giving you to talk. So I mean I, I don't know if I want like, you know, Jerry Dulac, like on the ground <laughs> and uh, uh you know around towards family talking to the cops but it um but yeah but it, it's it's i've been meaning to read that exact story that you're talking about that i have uh yet to check it out at um
0: so we're still you know we're still really awaiting official word on him where you know mm-hmm. it's still uh, it's still kind of up in the air um mm-hmm. all right let's move on at the ben sauce this is ben before Deflate Gate, before Spy Gate, before Bounty Gate, John Clayton broke one of the biggest NFL scandals in history with Steelers Chuck Knoll caught red-handed,
1: shoulder gate. Are you aware of Shouldergate? I am not. I mean, I, I certainly remember John Clayton from the Pittsburgh Press, but yeah.
0: Yeah, back in his Pittsburgh press days, he uh, you know, the 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 practices were close to the media and they were mm. supposed to not be in pads. Mm. And he kinda got it he kinda got a I spy, I see players in pads and it led to fines oh, it good. was uh you know it was big breaking news it's the kind of investigative journalism that i want more of from our local media you know our, all these experts that say they have the inside sources but i'm not i'm not seeing it i'm not seeing the uh, i'm not seeing the results
1: well i mean that that and that's also a good story to break because that i'm sure that actually extended players careers not oh, yeah. having to have those kind of you know practices anymore
0: um let's move on to At Steelers PR Bert, Steelers own Bert Lawton, congrats to former Steelers PR legend Joe Gordon for being part of the inaugural Awards of Excellence by the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Our PR guy is now in the Hall of Fame. What was your favorite uh, Joe
1: Gordon PR moment? I mean, I, I, I've heard his name mentioned so many times in like terms of giving a quote for something. I assume the fact that, you know, part of what made him so good at his job is I can't think of something specifically <laughs> that he did. It's just you always see the Steelers stuff presented in a very good way.
0: <laughs> I saw him uh, in recent years. It wasn't completely recent, but he was complaining how, you know, the media cycle is so short now that you know back then in the noel era you, mm. you know you just showed up to work and kind of you know as long as no one made the news it was a good <laughs> right, day right, you know? right right
1: Steelers won again on Sunday <laughs> yeah. here's uh, uh today we practice good night everybody now in the 24 hour cycle with social
0: media too it's just you know things break every hour <laughs> as we know by reading all these tweets again and mm. again but hey congrats so we That's you know good. we got a we got an, a, an equipment manager and a PR guy in the hall of fame i don't know what that means but sounds great i should have been a pr i should have been a steelers pr guy uh i like this one how about Mm
2: -hmm.
0: at coach eason one coach nick eason while playing for the steelers my appendix ruptured on a plane i had Mm. emergency surgery and was hospitalized for two weeks Coach Tomlin came to me every day in the hospital. Mm. The Super Bowls were great for me, but it's moments like this that make him one of the greatest. Just one more testimonial about Mike Tomlin being the best in the biz. Uh, you know. I remember Nick Eason.
1: He was a good piece on defensive line, right? Oh yeah, yeah.
0: oh yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, but once again, it's it's the it's Tomlin, the man, the mm-hmm. leader. You know, Certainly. coming. I mean, coming to the hospital every. The guy had a ruptured appendix. It wasn't the. Uh, you know, I, I wouldn't say that's a common everyday thing. That is
1: serious, right? Oh yeah, no, no, absolutely. Especially happens on a flight. I mean, it's not yeah. like he was at you know practice when it occurred, like. But it's uh, still to come every day. Oh, yeah. with Again, with somebody that's not working a nine-to-five job. Yeah. And then, like, figures out their schedule after that. To be able to fit that in really is something.
0: So, you know, you wonder why uh you know Malik Willis is uh going crazy over the fact that uh, Mike Tomlin eats chicken wings yeah you know it's just th- like this man this guy this man's a god Mike Tomlin is a god among men in in the eyes of many football people you know they look at him and it's just like he a normal dude that's what you
2: want i mean he was Normal
0: dude. They're blown away that he's just this normal dude. And he's not just a normal dude. You know, he's above, he goes above and beyond the call of humanity.
2: Who's coaching this ball club? Mike T. All
0: right. Let's <laughs> let's get to the final word here. Uh okay. I got a couple actually here. Let's start with mm-hmm. at B 99 Brett Keizel. With all the shuffling going on, makes me really appreciate longevity and consistency. Thanks for ten years with these men. It was a group picture of all the mm-hmm. Steelers for Life defenders. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: and it was, and they signed all those guys off at those rookie deals and kept them for a long time. I mean, that was that. That's that shows one how good those guys were, and two that the organization was smart in managing the cap.
0: And that was uh, hard to do yes. in
1: his era. Even right. you know, he's not he's not talking about the '80s era. This guy, right. you
0: know, Kiesel was from this century. So mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. fact that we had guys like Kiesel. I Mike Taylor, Casey Hampton, Aaron Smith, all these Steelers for Life guys Mm -hmm. that,
1: uh, you know. you. Well, Troy, and it's either Farrier is a part of that, too, that they brought him in. It's the same with Clark, that they were able to find him when, because they couldn't keep Chris Hope. They couldn't keep a lot of those guys, you know, so they kept the ones they could. Steelers for Life is the
0: way to go. It's why I'm feeling bad about Juju, man. I feel bad. AB, too. I feel bad. These guys could have been Steelers for Life. Um Maybe this is the you know no this isn't the final final word but maybe the alt ulti- the penultimate <laughs> at Mark Madden X mm-hmm. Mark Madden the Steelers could not be doing better in free agency and that's me saying that mm-hmm. when the haters are starting to come around this is uh this is why I thought we might have been a, a March
1: champ well I mean I think it's it, it's 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 a March champ under Steelers standards I mean you can't be you know that when you're compared to what the dramatic moves that others have made even something as incredible as signing Miles Jack, that kind of fails in comparison to we traded all of our civic landmarks for, uh, 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 you know, Watson. But um, but yeah, it's so I mean, it's it's again, uh, Madden is such a good writer and such a smart communicator. And, and for him to step beyond the heel persona to say that makes for a really great line.
0: It would be it, well, he, you know, he was all he's mostly happy that Juju was gone. So certainly I'm wondering if we will see if he if it will be a face turn from uh, Madden. That'll be very interesting. Yeah, very well could. Very well could. It'd be good for the branding, too you know and uh and with everyone you know uh, just piling on the pirates right now it's not uh it's you know jump on that steeler bandwagon all right we'll give the final final word to mm-hmm. mr <whistles> at cam hayward personally i welcome all the smoke to the afc north see y'all in september mm-hmm. the narrative is that Steelers are tier five, you know, and Browns are tier two, and the Bengals are gonna win ten Super Bowls in a row, and the Ravens are still gonna be good. I don't know, mm-hmm. but it's it, it's you know it's still Steelers. We're the the playoff team. I still say, yeah, I'm with Cam. Bring the smoke. Bring your Watsons. Bring your uh, new Bengals O line. I don't, you know, we we still got TJ. We
1: still got. Uh, minka uh, right well this is the right attitude that you want cam to have i mean this is of course the right thing to say it's 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 i'm glad he has that attitude i mean it's not like again you can't get that from mitch trubisky Personally, I welcome all smoke <laughs> to the AFC North, and see y'all in September. Like I really I- love football. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's the right message coming from the right guy. Like-
0: <laughs> all right, Gosh. bring the smoke. Bring the smoke. Bring the, bring the tweets. Um, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll be back uh, next week. You can uh, always follow us on Twitter. I'm at Kyle Krace.
1: Uh, Greg, where are you? Uh, At Greg Benevent, B as in boy, E-N-E, B as in Victor, E-N-T, Twitter and Instagram.
0: If you're listening to us on your favorite podcast platform, leave us a review or some kind of five-star rating, like, hey... These right. guys know what Jin's talking about. I yes, don't know. We'll say Disney whatever, guy. whatever you got to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, behind the steel curtain, we wanna, we wanna boost that. We want the algorithm to like us as yes. much as, oh, uh, yeah. as much as the Sunday night football web-crawls. likes Mitch. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> All right. See you next week. Chill. 18 plus.